Welcome. Glad you could be here. And I'm going to start today by giving a shout out to one of our listeners. Kaylin in Louisville, Kentucky was out there uh, doing some work and was uh, delighted to meet one of our listeners. I always enjoy meeting you in person. So anytime I'm around or at a conference or where you are, please come up and say hello. I always enjoy that and uh, uh, love to hear how you're listening, referring, and, and sharing the show with other people. And so uh, thanks, Kaylin, for saying hi. Hey, it's David, and you're listening to Leadership Without Losing Your Soul, your source for practical leadership inspiration, tools, and strategies you can use to achieve transformational results without sacrificing your humanity or your mind in the process. All right, today we have a topic that is, boy, this is a source of frustration for, I'm going to go out on a limb and say just about everyone. Maybe there's some exceptions, but I think it's pretty universal. And if I were to shorthand this frustration in many ways, the way that it's expressed so often, the way that I have you know, silently yelled it in my head, the way that I have heard it from so many leaders, managers, executives that I've been coaching, is don't they understand? Don't they get it? Why? How could they? All of those things. And here's the short answer. Anytime you're asking, don't they understand? Doesn't my boss get it? Doesn't that senior leader understand what they're doing here? What the impact is? What's going on? Uh, if you're an executive, don't, doesn't the team understand why we're doing, how they're going about? Anytime you're asking that question, you already know the answer. And the answer is no, they don't. And the follow-up answer is as a leader, you, you have an opportunity to do something about it. It's your responsibility, not just the opportunity, but it's also your responsibility. Why? You're the only one who knows what you know. So you're thinking about a senior leader who's made a decision uh, about a way they're going to shift a a protocol, and maybe they didn't get the input first. Okay, stinks. Would have liked that they did. And you're thinking, well, gosh, don't they understand why now we got to deal with all this? Not quite. You still have an opportunity to say something about it. The decision might be made, but how you deal with that decision requires you to do some communication. So as that decision is cascaded and what's going on, and you have that moment of, oh, so frustrated, don't they understand? No, the answer is no, they don't. And you have information that they need. Some of that information is going to be about trade-offs. Here is the impact of this decision. Here are the consequences of this decision. Here are the trade-offs we're going to need to make. So as a decision comes down and you're thinking about, oh my goodness, well, this is either going to require us to work more hours to continue to meet the deadlines or the KPIs or our, our objectives. In order to hit our targets with this change, we're now going to have to accommodate the change by doing this. They may not know that. They may not understand that. And so to ask that question, to say, hey, here are the trade-offs as I see them as we're incorporating this change, and maybe the change has been decided, but as we're incorporating this change, here are the opportunities we have. We can adjust the target to, to include the new change that happened. We can resource differently. Maybe we need to add resources, add money, add time, add people Uh, shift other priorities around, things like that. Or 
there is always the, we can work harder, we can work longer. And I say there's always, that option always exists in theory. It often doesn't exist in practice, especially if you've already made that decision several times. But what often happens is that when these kinds of decisions come along, we get super frustrated, but we do it anyway. We want to be a team player. You know, I, I want to be a team player. I want to be thought well of. I want to, you know, do what's being asked of me. Okay. Nothing wrong with that, but that doesn't just mean saying yes and passing through anything that comes along. Rather, it's having this conversation. Because if you don't tell your manager, you don't let the senior leader who made that decision, if you don't help them understand the consequences, well, here are the consequences. We can either not make the target, we can make the target, but with this additional expense, or we can make the target, but with this additional extraction from our team, you can only make those extractions so many times. You've got to communicate that. Don't they understand? No, they don't. And it's your job to help them understand, to translate that information up and down and really be aware of those consequences. And to the extent you can own them, to own the decisions you're making. So often it can be the case of you taking responsibility for your team and saying, okay, listen, this is the target that we need to make. This is the new initiative that just came down, the new way of doing things, the, the new ad or, or whatever it might be. And this is my team's health wellness capacity right now. As the leader, I need to maximize these things. Here's what I am proposing to do. So you're owning it. You're taking responsibility. Here's the shift you're going to make, you're going to recommend in the absence of other information or other direction. Giving that kind of clarity to your manager or their manager can help them manage themselves, manage their decision-making, and give some different guidance. And if the guidance you continually get is, oh, no, we really do need everybody to do 15-hour days for weeks on end for forever, well, you can make a different decision. If that truly is the kind of place you're working and, you know, that's not sustainable, that's not something that, that anybody's going to work with over time um, for a long time. There are, of course, there are crises and there are things and we got to deal with those. But as the normal way of going about your work, that's not going to be sustainable. So by giving that information that that's what's required, you're informing, giving them the chance to do something different, make a different decision. You take responsibility for what you're doing and what you're asking of your people. So you kind of create a default. This is what I am going to do, unless you get something else. You'll be surprised how often those senior leaders who you're so frustrated with that just don't understand, when you give them the information, they'll understand, or they let you make the decisions you need to make to get the results you need to get and keep your team healthy. So that's managing up with this kind of thing, but there's managing down with it too. So you're a senior leader and you're frustrated with your team. Gosh, don't they get it? Don't they understand? Again, the answer is no. If you have to ask the question, the answer is no. And the responsibility is yours. Where is the breakdown in communication? Well, frequently, most often, it's in the why. And this happens all the time. You're moving quickly. People want to say yes. They want to do a good job. They want to be part of the team. Okay, so you ask something, and you're in a hurry, so you don't attach the why. Or maybe you attach a light why, but you're in a hurry, so you focus mostly on the what and don't connect enough of the why. And that gets passed down. And each time it gets passed down with less and less why. 
And as that happens, people's frustration grows. They don't understand the why. So now the thing they're being asked to do disrupts what they know how to do, what they know works, and they have no context for it. They have no reason for it. And so they get frustrated. And rightly so. You would be frustrated too. If your board asked you to do something that makes no sense to you and you can't see the benefit of it and you can see how it irritates and frustrates what you know how to do and what does produce success, you would be upset and you'd go looking for answers. Why are we doing this? Well, same thing happens in any organization. And so part of your job is to ensure that communication is flowing, not just with the what, but the why is always a part of that message. And so taking time to get that clear yourself and pass it on to your folks and then doing some skip level check for understandings and ensuring that those messages are translating. And then it's not just the what, but the why is there too. So often people will translate, well, this is what we need to do. We need to save money. We need to invest in this. We need to um, cut this time. We need to uh, incorporate this policy in everything we do. And when you go and look at how that intention is being worked out in practice, it's not at all what you would have hoped because there was nuance. There was purpose behind it, but none of that got communicated. What got communicated was just the what, an easy kind of black or white, flip the switch, yes or no type of thing. The rest of the communication was lost. So how are you ensuring that that communication happens up and down your organization? Part of the answer to that is to do it, take responsibility for yourself, make sure you're doing it well, do your check for understandings with your direct reports, ensuring that they've got it, that they've got both, and they understand that part of their work is translating and communicating both the what and the why. Then doing your skip level check for understandings to see if people have it throughout the organization. And when you're doing those, if they don't have it, let's talk about what to do then. If they don't have it, first thing you want to do is gently give them the proper information. So you ask, hey, what's your understanding of this, this new process? Well, I know I need to do this. Oh, cool. Well, what's the reason for that? Gosh, I don't know. Okay. So the reason for that is this. This is what we're trying to accomplish, and this is what we're hoping will happen as a result. Ah, okay. And you might even check, hey, what are the trade-offs? What do you see happening as a result of this? What are some of the, the costs of this type of initiative or what it takes to get it done so that you're getting that information too. And if there are any surprises for you, either on somebody doesn't know the why, they don't have the what quite right, or there are trade-offs and costs that you're hearing from them that you've never heard before, either of those, you're then going to go talk to that person's manager, your direct report, and say, hey, so I was talking with some of your team, and thematically, this is what I heard. You're not telling you're not throwing anybody under a bus or calling out a person it's this information is not owned at that level yet and we need to make sure that's happening that's part of your job so how can i help you to be successful there are they doing their check for understandings how are they communicating the information are they explaining the why and engaging their team in it um, are they passing along the trade-offs and costs and so forth? And that's an expectation that you have of them. It's not just saluting and passing things through. It's leading and taking responsibility for that communication and those outcomes. So from any direction, anytime you're asking, gosh, don't they understand? 
The answer is no, they don't. The solution is for you to take responsibility for the communication, for you to own it in both directions. That's a critical part of being the leader you'd want your boss to be. Until next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.